Have you ever wished you had been taught how to study the Bible in depth? Because that is exactly what our partners, Chasing Sacred, are all about. Creating resources for studying the Bible that meet practical needs while also maintaining strong biblical literacy. The way they structure their studies are so purposeful, and they help readers understand the historical and cultural context, which is so important. They actually just came out with a new study on the book of Ephesians. You do not want to miss it. Just don't forget to put code abiding free for a 20% discount on any of their products. Click their link in our show notes and learn more about them at chasingsacred.com. Life can be messy and hard, but one of the things God has promised to give us is freedom, freedom deep in our hearts that is not dependent on the ever-changing waves of circumstances, but set on the steadfast promises of God. This freedom gives us a secure identity, even with a broken past. It helps us have joy in parenting, even when we are completely exhausted. This freedom gives us love for our spouses, even when they are unlovable, and it can give us purpose in our careers, even if it's not the one we want. But I feel stuck sometimes, don't you? What does it really mean that Christ has set us free? That's why we're here. Welcome to the Abiding Free Podcast with Kristen and Shannon. We invite you to walk on this bumpy but beautiful journey toward freedom as we learn to abide in Him. Get ready for tears and laughter and everything in between. Because this podcast is about living from the truth that, yes, it was for freedom that Christ has set you free. Hi, friends. Welcome back to the Abiding Free Podcast. This is Kristen and Shannon. And as we say a lot, if you are new here today, we would just really recommend that you go back to our first episode where you can hear all about our vision and mission for Abiding Free. But I'm really excited for us to talk about our topic today. Yeah, it's a topic that is near and dear to my heart. Today, we want to talk about um, finding freedom in the midst of chronic pain or chronic illness and just some thoughts about what it looks like to walk in freedom walk in freedom even with this type of situation with this chronic pain um diagnosed sickness that you are living through and you know what for those of you who maybe don't have a chronic disease i guarantee you you love someone who does and so we are just excited to have this conversation yeah, you know, if you if you look at just the statistics, this is pretty startling. So according to the U.S. National Library of Medicine, nearly half, okay, so approximately 45% or 133 million people in America suffer from at least one chronic disease. You know, I'm sure that statistic probably runs true even for all of you and all of our listeners today, yeah. you know, I mean, we were, I was kind of thought it was interesting even before this podcast. I thought, wow, just, just here with the podcast host, Shannon and I, <laughs> that statistic runs true is that 50% of us, Shannon has a <laughs> chronic illness and I do illnesses and I do not, you know, that statistic runs true. So Shannon, I, I would love it if you would just share with our, you know, listeners, I know it's in your story and episode, I think three, three yeah. um, but I would love it if you would just go over your chronic illnesses again. Yeah. And I'd like to kind of just even talk, hoping that it would be an encouragement to others about 
some truths that have encouraged me thus far in my journey and that I know the Lord will continue to teach me. Um, so, so I've been diagnosed with a genetic disease called Ehlers-Danlos syndrome um, and an autoimmune disease called Sjogren's um, and an unspecified autoimmune disease that is in line with something called scleroderma, um, which has a specific organ involvement. And so there's some substantial chronic um, illnesses that I've been walking through. And to be honest, even the diagnosis is an answer to prayer, because I think some of the hardest times in my life have been when I've been feeling severe, um, constant pain and not knowing what that is. Um, So anybody who's in that place, I feel for you um, as that um, uncertainty is sometimes even harder than knowing what the truth is. Um, but what I'd, we'd like to talk about today is just some encouraging truths um, for those of us walking in this chronic pain. And the first kind of, of lesson that God has used to teach me through this journey he's allowed me to walk through is to learn to rest um, to learn how to rest in him and to almost force that rest on me. Um, I, I just have this natural tendency um, to kind of go, 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 to just produce, produce, produce. Um, do, do you feel like that too, Kristen? Oh, absolutely. It's, yeah, that's, right? that's, that's my nature. Kind of our personality. Oh, yeah. And I think that, I mean, I've talked about this in other, other episodes that I've hurt myself with that. And I, I almost <laughs> feel like God is turning good um, from this hard thing that I personally have had to walk through, which is basically requiring me to rest. I mean, even just a recent example was over the holidays, um, getting COVID and having uh, complications from that and being forced for weeks to literally stay in my house and rest. And I remember sitting there one day watching my kids playing and we actually learned how to play chess over the holiday, which Aww. was really cool. Yeah. It was I super love that. Fun. Yeah. Um, and I remember thinking like, wow, I honestly don't know if I would be doing this if I hadn't had to be home resting. Mm -hmm. And so even just learning to rest and even seeing um, the good in that and seeing it as a positive thing has been something the Lord's taught me. Uh, Psalm 23 talks about, obviously, the Lord is my shepherd. He makes me lie down in green pastures, you know, and um, and I think in this culture, uh, a lot of times uh, efficiency and just productivity are so praised that this benefit of rest can just be overlooked as we've talked about a lot. So that is the one thing that the what, the first encouragement and truth that I have learned that I wanted to encourage you guys with. The second um, is that God through this chronic illness that I know he'll continue to teach me more and more is just this deep, deep dependence on him. Um, it's just, the, I mean, just, a, just this deep, deep level. I, I remember Oh, just times when I have been at my wits end. I can think of multiple times, both, well, several of them actually in the hospital, admitted in the hospital and um, a, 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 a suffering severe panic attacks and severe pain and being hooked up and to, you know, catheters and IVs and not being able to move and feeling claustrophobic and pain and everything and just crying out to God. And it's in this like total dependence on him um, that I have just found so much freedom. Um, I have learned that I have a tendency to go straight to researching, straight to the doctors when I have um, a new ailment or a new uh, symptom based on my illness or a new sickness, instead of going straight to God, our healer, Jehovah Rapha. And I have just learned uh, that, gosh, that is what he wants. 
He wants to bring us to places in our life. And even if it's through other trials where we are completely dependent on him and it is only by his grace and sovereign miracles on all of us that we find any healing in our bodies. And sometimes he does that through instant miracles of healing. I know he did that for me. Um, like talk about that in, in episode three, like we said, I encourage you to hear how God just healed me. Um, but, uh, from a significant bacterial infection, but he also does this in other ways. Um, he also heals us in other ways, in prolonged ways. He teaches us how to care for our bodies. He uses, it's only by his grace. I mean, you go to a doctor, I mean, you think about it. It's God's grace that you happen to go to a doctor at a time when he's paying attention to you and not like secretly distracted by something, you know, with his family or some sports game he bet on or something else. I've been to doctors so many times and it feels like they're not really paying attention and other times when they just are. And that is all God's grace. Isaiah 41, 13 says, for I am the Lord, your God, who takes hold of your right hand and says to you, do not fear. I will help you. And he is our helper. And I have seen this over and over. And sometimes when he doesn't heal me instantaneously, but he brings healing both spiritually and physically, sometimes through these prolonged periods where I have to learn to participate and be a better steward of my body. And that's something else that I've learned. Um, But gosh, there were times in my life before God uh, intervened and brought healing when the pain was so constant and so severe. And so I just want to give this caveat um, that learning, I mean, being able to even enjoy life or my kids at certain times in my life was just felt near impossible. And I would just get to these def- desperate, desperate points like this time I spoke about when I was in my car and told God, I just physically can't take the pain anymore. And God did rescue me. And even though I still have ongoing pain and these degenerative d- diseases, you know, and new problems popping popping up, um, I still honestly almost cry regularly of sheer joy that God rescued me from that daily uh, bacterial infection I suffered for months and months. And so it's even amazing those of us who are suffering with ongoing disease, seeing the miracles that God does in the midst of that. And so I would just encourage all of us um, that are having daily pain and chronic illness to also just look at the positives and try and be grateful because it can be weary mentally, the brokenness of our bodies. But gosh, choosing gratefulness for periods in the day that we don't have pain and the activities that we are able to do, the eyes that we have to see is such a good choice and it's so freeing. Um, And to those of you right now that are in constant pain that will not go away, oh gosh, just run to God and don't give up. You know, uh, it was so cool. I love when uh, the elders at our local church have nights where they pray over you, just like scripture teaches for healing um, and for God's for God's intervention in your health, run to your church, um, ask for prayer. Don't give up. Um, don't give up on trying to find the right doctors. Uh, God healed my unfunctionable, mind-numbing, constant infection and brought me to the right doctors to fix my organs that were falling out um, and has helped me so, so much and just been teaching me so much. Even, oh gosh, just natural herbal remedies and health and diet and stretching and caring for my muscles. And so I just want to encourage everybody with that. Um, The third thing I wanted to mention uh, that I have learned 
through my chronic illness is to be grateful for the special moments and intimacy that I've had with God in the midst of my pain. Oh, I just can think of multiple times, but one specific was I had had a severe anaphylactic reaction to um, something, uh, to basically the yeast that was growing in my body after a pretty significant surgery I had. And I was in a place where I couldn't drink water. My mouth had swollen up. I had uh, thrush sores and um, my mouth was covered and it was disgusting. And I couldn't drink water. I couldn't eat. I lost like 15 pounds and um, I couldn't really walk because I had just, I'm recovering from this significant surgery. And I remember sitting in my room and just reading and listening to worship music. And I can honestly say when I think of like the handful of times, I mean, I don't know, maybe top I don't know, five or 10, or I don't know what number you would say, but that literally comes to mind as some of the happiest I've been um, in my life. The depths of your suffering. And I, God just met me. Mm. And, and doesn't he just do that to all of us? Absolutely. I mean, that's not a unique situation. Mm. Um, God sees us in our pain. I think I even thought of the example of like, we, you know, we are the bride of Christ and, you know, there's these times even with our in our marriages, you know, where you go on a vacation or something and you just have these beautiful just moments with your husband, mm. you know, your love, you loved them the same before and after, mm-hmm. but there's just these beautiful blessings that God yeah. kind of gives you in your marriage. Very unique. Yeah. Unique. I mean, and, and I think mm-hmm. that honestly, I think that that is a blessing. And I think that when you go through really hard things like chronic illness, God does bless you with some of those really yeah. special moments. And it's just incredible. And I know that that's what people his children that I think of these other women, like this one woman that I just absolutely love and women who are people who are paralyzed, who are literally living in disability and, and they are feeling, um, and they are experiencing God's presence in ways that is absolutely beautiful. And so that is one thing that I would want to us to take note of. If you are suffering and there is chronic pain that you're dealing with, like that is a blessing that we do not want to take for granted. Intimacy with our savior, with the king of the universe um, is a huge, huge uh, blessing and beautiful things to the trials that he brings us Mm. through. I don't know about you, but sometimes I struggle with motivation to get into God's Word, and I love adding some aesthetic beauty and note-taking to my Bible study with the Mr. Pen Selah Bible Journaling Kit. This classy and beautiful kit comes with everything you need to add some fun and color to your study. This set comes with Bible tabs, highlighters and pens, stickers with a modern script font, gold cross paper clips, transparent sticky notes, and a lovely cream and gold supplies pouch to hold it all together. And today you can get a discount on the Selah Bible Journaling Collection on Amazon with the discount code SELAHKIT24. Use SELAHKIT24 on Amazon for a discount today. And speaking of severing that kind of, you know, obviously brings us to our next point that, you know, suffering equips us to comfort others. 2 Corinthians 1, 3 through 5. This is so powerful, you guys. It says, Praise be to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of compassion Mm. and the God of all comfort, who comforts us in all our troubles so that we can comfort those in any trouble with the comfort we ourselves receive from God. 
suffering. So basically that verse is really telling us, you know, suffering is going to give us compassion for others who are hurting, enabling us to minister more effectively. This comfort that Shannon talked about in those low moments, like she can now give that to others that are also struggling, right? Mm-hmm. And, you know, in this um, awesome book, um, his name, um, Stephen Saint, he writes this essay called Sovereignty, Suffering, and the Work of Missions. He says, sufferers want to be ministered to by people who have suffered. And yeah. I think we can all right, agree with that, right? I mean, if you're going through something and you get to talk to someone who went through it too, like that is powerful. Yeah. And, you know, John Piper and Justin Taylor, um, they write this, they wrote this book called Suffering and the Sovereignty of God. And this is an amazing quote. People who suffer want people who have suffered to tell them there is hope. They are justifiably suspicious of people who appear to have lives, lived lives of ease. Hmm. (laughs) And it's like, you know, those who have suffered make the most effective comforters. Mm. There's right. There's something incredibly powerful about a person who has gone through something very similar to what you're going through and yet can look you in the eye and say, but God is still good. Yeah, that's powerful. Mm. Our next point really is suffering produces growth and maturity. You know, James 1, 2 through 4, it says, Consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many kinds, because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance. Let perseverance finish its work so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. So that verse really, it's it's encouraging us that, you know, if we turn to God in our pain, he can use our suffering to mature our faith. We see this biblical truth illustrated through the persecuted yeah. church. I mean, that's a great example. After hearing their testimonies, few would deny that suffering produces beauty and maturity of spirit. Yeah. And, you know, it's interesting. I was, I, as we were, you know, going over this episode, I, I, what really stood out to me in that passage in James 1, 2 through 4 is that word let. This has never stood out to me mm. before. It almost indicates how hard the struggle would be, right? It's we need to let it because oh, yeah. we are going to try to not let the testing of our faith have its way because oh, it is hard. But we can lament and wrestle with that let and God will see it through. I also love this verse because it doesn't say you need to persevere. It says, let perseverance finish its work. It's passive, Hmm. meaning we are going to be given perseverance. God is going to give us this perseverance. We don't have to rely on ourselves. Hmm. We just let it like we let this perseverance have its way. It's this Hmm. gift from God. Hmm. And, you know, our last really one of our last points is number is that suffering conforms us into God's image. Romans 8, 28 through 29. And we says that, and we know that in all things, God works for the good of those who love him, who have been a called according to his purpose. For those God foreknew, he also predestined to be conformed to the image of his son, that he might be the firstborn among many brothers and sisters. You know, I think we may be tempted to read these verses to say that God will bring good out of everything. I wish, right? Yeah. But while he can, and he does redeem our pain in our lives, he He does sometimes bring us out of everything. These verses actually speak of God, of being conformed to God's image 
through our suffering. I think, you know, Psalm 23, Shannon brought that up earlier, but think about it. It says, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. So the, you know, the author here is basically acknowledging I am going through suffering. I am going to suffer. But though I walk through this valley of the shadow of death, he is with me. And, you know, if we think about it, I I was thinking of this just recently. Isn't it crazy, you guys? Like the greatest display of God's glory in all of history was through great suffering, death, being conquered through the death of Jesus. Jesus's death, it was incredible suffering. And yet on that cross, incredible suffering met God's glory. Mm. God can produce glory in our suffering. And, you know, just one more story. I just think about, I went to this, if you know, Johnny Erickson Tata, she's a quadriplegic and she's been since a teenager. She's one of, one of the oldest quadriplegics, you know, around, and she is just an amazing woman of God. And I remember years ago, I heard her at a conference speaking and she shares how, you know, she has all these people Mm. asked to pray for her over the years Mm. and, you know, to pray that she would walk again. And she shared this story one day that this woman said, you know, can I pray for you that you would walk again on this earth? And she was just very focused on this walking on this earth. And Johnny shared with us at this conference, she said, you know, she said, of course, she's like, I love when people pray for me uh, for that. And I would love it if God would heal me. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, I'm, I'm definitely not going to turn down that prayer. But she looked at this woman and she said, of course, I'd love for you to pray for me for that. And she said, but would you also pray for my heart? Would you pray for the selfishness, for the unbelief, for the despair, for the discouragement I feel at times? Wow. Hmm. Johnny saw that being conformed to the image of his son was more important was more important than this, you know, being released of her physical suffering. I mean, you could have heard heard a pin drop in that auditorium. I'll never forget that story. Mm-hmm. And really, you guys, one of the greatest testimonies of the reality of God is a faith that has been refined by fire but has not been destroyed. Mm. We are displaying Christ himself, right? When we walk through suffering and keep an eternal perspective, when we're being conformed to the image of his son, becoming more like him. Yeah. And I think that brings us to the, to the last point I wanted to talk about. And that was that suffering um, specifically. And for this episode, talking about with through chronic pain or illness, it really just brings about this yearning for heaven. Mm. And I think that is so biblical. Oh yeah. It's like homesickness. It is. It's homesick. It's exactly what it is. Um, When I was uh, starting to put together this episode, um, it was actually, I was, I had calendared a time that I was going to sit down and write some notes about what we were going to record for today. And, um, right before I sat down, I had an appointment with my rheumatologist and he had told me that it looked like what was happening to my body. Um, cause my hand wasn't working right. And my limbs were all going numb. Um, was that he think it was either COVID induced neuropathy or an autoimmune response, um, and a flare up, um, and damaged nerves that was you know, could possibly be degenerative and they're sending I mean, me to a specialist. That's so heavy. Yeah. Like, <laughs> well, my hand, it wouldn't even like pick up a glass. It was mm. just weird. And it's doing yeah. a little better now, but w- we'll see what it is. But at the moment I was feeling just kind of just scared at honestly, and it's kind of like, wow, that <laughs> if my limbs just stopped working and I have four kids and that's like a scary thought. Um, and, and it was so crazy. I was, 
and then I sat down to spend time on what God wanted me to write. And he led me to this verse, to second Corinthians five. Um, and, and so I want to read what it says. Um, it says, for we know that if the earthly tent we live in is destroyed, mm-hmm. we have a building from God, an eternal house in heaven, not built by human hands. Meanwhile, we groan longing to be clothed instead with our heavenly dwelling, because when we are clothed, we will not be found naked. For while we are in this tent, we groan and are burdened because we do not wish to be unclothed, but to be clothed instead with our heavenly dwelling so that what is mortal may be swallowed up by life. Wow. Now, the one who has fashioned us for this very purpose is God, who has given us the spirit as a deposit, guaranteeing what is to come. Therefore, we are always confident and know that as long as we are at home in the body, we are away are away from the Lord. For we live by faith, not by sight. We are confident, I say, and would prefer to be away from the body and at home with the Lord. So we make it our goal to please him, whether we are at home in the body or away from it. For we must all appear before the judgment scene of Christ so that each of us may receive what is due do us for the things done well in the body, whether good or bad. Wow. And I just... I was just, wow. I was just really moved by that passage yeah. because, oh, you know, this, this, <laughs> it's just broken. Yeah. There's a lot of brokenness and there's a mm. lot of beauty, but this is, this is an earthly tent we're living in. And like you said, we're homesick. Mm. And I just hope this episode is some encouragement um, to you, to the listeners that even if you're, maybe you don't have chronic illness, but maybe you've been sick for the last month mm. or the last two months. Yeah. And, and this is just temporary and let us keep our eyes fixed on heaven. And, and I do want to offer an encouragement for those who have been suffering for an extended period of time. I think it can be easy to almost give up, to be honest, mm. to almost give up and just not even want to try after almost 10 years going to doctor after doctor and getting the wrong diagnosis, the wrong direction. I was tempted to want to give up, to be honest, but we, we, we can't, we can't give up. We can't, we are called to be good stewards of our body. And I am so sorry if you have not been given the right help and the right direction, but we cannot give up. Mm. We need to seek not in anxiety, not in fear, but seek prayerfully how God would lead us today to help care for the bodies that he's given us and to continue to seek out the right doctors, the right naturopath, the right dietitians to eat healthy, to get the food our body needs, to get the stretching and the exercise our muscles and our bones need, and to pray that God would lead us to the doctors that we need to help us, but ultimately ultimately to find our rest and our peace in the truth that we've discussed today, Mm. that the Bible, the truth, the word of God applies to each one of us, no matter what you're going through, and that this life is temporary. And one day we will be given a new body and there will be no more pain, Mm. no more physical pain. And if you have been chosen to be a child of God and your eyes have been opened to the truth, no matter what we're going through right now in our physical bodies, we can walk in peace Mm. and in freedom because we have been chosen to be a child of God. Mm. Amen. Thank you so much for joining us today. If you have a second, please share this episode with someone you love. Also, if you could scroll down and rate our podcast and follow us on social media at Abiding Free, this will help us reach more with the message of freedom. Yeah, and then just be sure to join us next week for another episode and know we love and are praying for you.